Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Love Essie, the podcast. Uh, This is episode 36. And this week, I want to talk about um, not specifically a romance, but like kind of sort of. (laughs) So um, on Friday, um, around uh, just after 10, um, I heard the news the Chadwick Boseman, the actor who portrayed B- Black Panther, had passed away um, due to colon cancer. And when I say that I cried, I mean, I sobbed. Um, I had been getting ready for bed and, you know, proceeded to just sort of sit my bed and cry and scroll through Twitter. Um, I I had first seen the news in a group chat and the person who had posted it, I'd kind of like, please be wrong. Um, A, because I don't like you and B, because this is terrible news. So then I went to Twitter and fortunately Twitter confirmed that this person had been correct and I was bereft and heartbroken i mean it had already been a pretty shit week um and this news was just sort of like the the shit stain on top of a trash cake and not one of those cakes that people make look like something completely different and then you cut through and it's cake no like literal shit cake um, so you're probably like, okay, so where, where is she going with this? What the fuck? Um, so I wanted to talk about Black Panther, um, and specifically about how it impacted me in the sense that, um, I didn't first learn about Black Panther when I heard about the movie or when, you know, he first shows up in you know the marvel movies um i first met i guess the character of black panther um when he married storm and you're probably for those of you who don't know you know sort of the history of the of the character in the comic books you might be like married storm you mean storm from x-men yes married storm from x-men and you're probably like girl the what the huh the who so back in a 1980s issue of marvel team up right um storm and t'challa meet um aurora who is that's her real name her parents have been killed in cairo she's left alone to wander the desert and then she's forced to pit pocket by his name was Ahmed El Giba. And then she heads to her mother's homeland of Kenya. While she's on her travels, she comes across T'Challa, right? And he's in the process of being kidnapped. She uses her powers um, to rescue him. And they be have chemistry and become friends. So they go their separate ways after that episode or that issue and obviously he joins the avengers she joins the x-men and then 
T'Challa decides that he wants to marry her. So in 2006, right, uh, in Black Panther, volume number four, volume four, numbers 14 and 15, T'Challa proposes to Storm. And I think I was in, um, so in Toronto, there's this wonderful, wonderful place called BMV that stands for Books Music Video. And it is a used bookstore. It is now like a mini chain because they have like three or four locations in the city. Um, but I do remember when they had just like two locations or just one and whatever. And one of the things that you could do was go into BMV and just sort of browse through all of our used comics, used books, all of that. And around uh, this time, the early to early to mid 2000s, I was really into comic books. But like when I say I was into comic books, I was specifically into Spider Woman, Spider Girl. Uh, basically, I looked for comics with women. There was something about Wonder Woman that kind of was off putting, but there was a Wonder Woman series that I enjoyed, and I'm blanking on the name. But I, I. Even though I was obviously, you know, enjoying the sort of superhero aspect, I was still looking for romance um, in all of what I was reading. I was still looking for the romantic element, the love stories, the moments of tenderness and care, um, along with, you know, cool, dazzling stunts and all that jazz. And so I think I had like seen something about Storm and T'Challa and it was one of those things um, that at, I wouldn't have known the words at that time, even though in 2006, how old was I at that point? I turned 20 in 2003, so I was 23, so I wasn't like a baby baby, but like, you know, a girl was still young, you know, supposedly according to science, my brain wasn't fully developed yet, so what is? Um, I wouldn't have known that I was looking for or that when I saw these two characters I was seeing representation and now I'm like oh that's why I was so drawn to them not only was it like oh my god two characters falling in love which <laughs> I mean there is no bigger catnip for your girl but also to see two superhero characters that looked you know I mean no not look like girl I don't have no white hair I cannot control the wind but they were black and I'm black and you know even though my hair don't flow out of my scalp um white and silver um it was still really cool to see so I was able to get um the wedding so the wedding right was um Black Panther volume number four, volume four, sorry, number 18. And their wedding takes place during the Civil War ceasefire event. And so this was not like a regular um, comic book um, size. Like it was, you know, one of the ones that's thicker with a slightly like, you know, not like it's still a paperback cover, but it's like a th that's sort of thicker slightly thicker um, cardboard, whatever you want to call it, paper, you know say. And it was absolutely gorgeous. And pr I pray to God that my parents still have this because that's where I left it. There's also the possibility that my mom was like, oh, I'm getting really tired of all these books and got rid of it, which would be heartbreaking. But I'm praying to God that that's not what has happened. Um, and I was so excited to read it. Um, it says that most of the Avengers and the X-Men showed up at the wedding, even though they were at odds over the Superhuman Registration Act. 
Um, and so it was one of these really like, and I don't even like it. I just loved it so much because again, romance, like my favorite thing in the world. And then it's these two superhero characters who are black and like powerful and strong. And yes, one's a mutant and the other one is, you know, the heir to a motherfucking kingdom in Africa. Like that was just so fucking cool. And this is, you know, you know, not that long ago, 2006, we're in 2020. That was 14 years ago. So that was my first sort of exposure to Black Panther. Um, and fast forward, you know, uh, I'm trying to think when I first heard about the Black Panther series that Tanisi Coates worked on. I don't remember. I feel like that is, I want to say... 2016 but I don't know if that's right hmm let me google it because I don't remember right I don't I don't recall um Black Panther and then a nation under our feet it was 2016 yeah Ooh, i'm so good guys i'm you're all like girl if you don't stop being ridiculous and anyway so that comes out 2016 oh look people being ridiculous outside um anyway so 10 years later now this black panther um when we get to this point of course one of the really cool things that I think I've I've always sort of enjoyed about comic books is that you can have these same characters have different story arcs and some I mean can they be very contradictory to each other sure um but you I mean but also like also not contradictory because I mean T'Challa and Storm get married but they do get divorced in 2012 so so it's not like Denise was like I'm just gonna no like it you know it ends and they're no longer together um so obviously when Tanisi is writing there's more of you know he's a very well-known author there was a lot of people talking about it and I remember just thinking like oh my god like Black Panther was so cool and at this point right Marvel movies have really sort of you know, been taking off. I do remember seeing the first Iron Man. I think I saw Iron Man 1. I don't know if I saw 2 in theaters. And I pretty much, you know, was like, whatever. Like, sorry, I haven't watched Winter Soldier. I don't think I've watched any of the Captain Americas. Because, like, I mean, uh, okay. I mean, he great. But, like, I don't care. Um, I mean, it's fine. Chris Evans has done a wonderful job um, of being hot. And having, you know, magnificent... <laughs> having a magnificent ass in the movies but like i don't care enough to watch them sorry um but then i heard the news that black panther the movie was coming and i was like oh what yes i was so excited i was so excited i was like okay cool and i remember when i heard when it was going to be released I fully, you know, let my supervisor know. I think the day I found out that I would be taking that day off. Like, there wasn't a question in my mind that when Black Panther was released from Marvel that I would not be working. (laughs) Girl, what? No. 
And so fast forward to, you know, release day or actually, no, it was the Thursday night screening um, before and I bought tickets, um, took my brother, right? It was February and it was such a fantastic and phenomenal experience. I had, I don't think I could have imagined the feelings that I felt while I watched that movie previous to that experience. Um, That movie, I felt represented. Now, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before on the podcast, right? I am, you know, obviously a black woman. Um, If you're like, obviously, because you've never actually seen pictures of me, then you're probably like, girl, what what do you mean? How would we know this? Because I said it. Um, But like, if you go to Twitter or you go to my Instagram, you'll see my picture. And if you like couldn't figure it out because of that, I really can't help you at that point. I'm so sorry. But anyway. I'm a black woman and I am a black woman who grew up in Canada, lives in the United States, is a dual citizen. I'm also the child of immigrants. My parents come from Latin America. I'm also, you know, Latina or Latinx, uh, whichever term you prefer. Um, And so representation, right, seeing people who look like me isn't something that has happened often in media throughout my life it doesn't mean it hasn't existed because it has but i'll i haven't always had access to it one of the things i think is really interesting i've had you know conversations with friends who you know were born and raised in the u.s and they talk about certain shows that i have really no real knowledge of you know i remember the first time i heard about living single i was a fully grown adult living in new york city i'm sure there are gonna be a lot of people who are like how the hell did you not know about living single i lived in canada we didn't pay for fancy cable we had basic cable when you live in canada you have basic cable you get access to like three to maybe five u.s channels and then everything else is kind of canadian right because it's a whole other country so i got abc cbs nbc But I also, you know, we weren't rich. We were poor. So did we have multiple TVs? No, we had one. So we had to decide as a family. And by decide, I mean, like, my parents would be like, this is what we're watching. And what will we do? Watch it. So there were shows that I didn't grow up watching. So there were a lot of potential opportunities for representation that I didn't see as a a kid, as a teenager. Uh, And so to see a movie where everyone was black and yeah there were you know sprinkles of non of non-black people and that's fine but the majority of them were black and you know black people of all sort of looks and shades and just the celebration of it all and the story i mean the actual like the realization that you know hiding away your potential and your 
your talents from the world for fear that the world will destroy you and what that that then means um in 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 the bigger picture right and is it a is it what was it a valid fear in some ways one could say yes right we know the history of how so many parts of this planet have been colonized and destroyed so we can understand why a nation would choose to keep the truth of who they are hidden for that fear but at what cost right and so I got to sit there with, you know, my little brother who's taller than me. So he calls me his little sister. Um, and we got to watch this movie. And I felt like we were being given such a motherfucking gift. It was everything. Right. And I saw it that Thursday. I saw in total. I saw the movie four times in theaters um, and with different people. I, a part of me felt like I should have seen it a fifth or sixth time. Um, and it was just such an experience that I am so thankful that I was able to be a part of. That I am so glad that I didn't stop myself from, you know. Because I'm sure that there were people who probably thought that I was like crazy to see the movie four times or that I was like being weird to be so excited or that like, like, oh my God, Esther, it's just a movie. But to me, it wasn't just a movie. This was a character that I had met, you know, over a decade ago and had thought was really cool in a comic book. And now I was getting to see it, you know, on a screen and similar to how I'm sure people who are huge fans of Star Wars feel when they see those movies. I just was so fucking excited and happy to be able to see it. And, you know, being the romance nerd that I am, of course I was like, okay, so is there going to be a little bit of romance in here? And like him and Nakia, like, oh, I was like, yes. And, um, so this Saturday, yesterday, um, a bunch of people on Twitter uh, did sort of a group, you know, sort of, we all watched it at the same time and live tweeted as we watched it. And someone pointed out at the end that, like, he changed his country's foreign policy for Nikia, you know, so, like, don't think that you can't ask for what you want from a man kind of thing. And I laughed. I laughed because it was like, oh, my God, like, imagine, like, that's the standard, like, so is you going to change foreign policy for me or nah? Nah? Okay. Not good enough. Not good enough. You know what I mean? And so I loved, I, I mean, me personally, I would have loved a little bit more romance. Oh my God. I mean, you know, but I'm always looking for more romance regardless. But I, I really appreciated that the characters of T'Challa and Nakia, I don't know why this man is honking out there, but whatever. The characters of T'Challa and Nakia listen to each other. They talk to each other. They realize that together that they can do so much. Um, And that is possible because they give each other, you know, the space and the respect 
to know that they both have different viewpoints and that that is okay. And, you know, I, I mean, it, it is something that I'm always going to treasure. And so I am deeply saddened that he is no longer with us and that we won't get to see him grow as an actor but I am also thankful that we got to see him take these roles and be phenomenal and really sort of change the ways in which we can see ourselves um because i also feel like i don't know he was he seemed so incredibly perfect for the role right you know sometimes i watch movies and i'm like mm, Maybe someone else could have done a better job. No, I don't. Could another actor have played T'Challa? Yes. Would they have been as good? No, I don't think so. I'm sorry. I don't. And so. A part of me is just so, so, so glad that we got to be a part of such a fantastic moment that he was able to be here with us um, and that we'll always get to, you know, watch it. Um, also, the soundtrack, specifically the one by Ludwig uh, van Gorensen. Is it van Gorensen or just Ludwig Gorensen? I don't remember. Uh, let me see if I can... I feel like I should know this because I literally watched it, you know, almost religiously um, because I'm um, a weirdo like that. Well, what am I saying? I'm not a weirdo. It was just fantastic. It was phenomenal. It was so, so good. Ah, where is, or is it the musical score? Because I'm not looking for the one with Kendrick. I mean, that one was fine, but that one did not like change my life specifically like that was yes black panther original score it is ludwig goransson or is it goransson anyway i'm fucking up his last name so sorry my friend um first of all ludwig <laughs> sir you live up to that first name um such a brilliant score like I, when i say brilliant i mean brilliant score brilliant score if you haven't listened to it go listen to it i mean i hear it and i can picture the scenes it is m- marvelous um he also i believe did the score for creed and creed 2 um actually let me check because i he's a film and tv composer oh Oh, him and Brian Coogler. Uh, did they go to school together? Maybe. He did the score for Coogler's Fruitville Station. Um, he composed the music for the movie Where, Where the Millers. 
He did Creed. Um, he do, did True Memoirs of an International Assassin, Central Intelligence, and Everything, Everything. Um, okay, I'm going to read this to you for, guys from Wikipedia because I just am. Because that's how much of a nerd I am. In 2018, Gorenson and Kugler arrived at their third collaboration, Black Panther. Gorenson set out to create a score that would sit somewhere between traditional African instrumentation and a traditional superhero score. In order to do this, he traveled to Senegal to research traditional African music and instruments. There he met musician Baba Mal, whose voice is featured in the score, who sings in his native Fula language. He later traveled to the International Library of African Music in South Africa, founded by Hugh Tracy, where he listened to recordings of traditional musicians to ensure the score had a culturally traditional sound. In 2019, Gorenson's score for Black Panther won an Academy Award for Best Original Score, which had it not won, I would have punched someone through the screen, okay? That's how I felt. That is how I felt. Um, oh, he is also composing the score for Christopher Nolan's Tenet, which I believe is out. Um, he worked on original songs and music with Justin Timberlake for the 2020 film Trolls World Tour. And oh, and he composed the score for The Mandalorian. See, like, the man is just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, so yeah, that score, love it. Like, fully, you know, when I say on repeat, it's like playthrough with no, no shuffle on repeat for like, uh, I probably did that for probably three months straight after Black Panther came out. And then like every other day for another two to three months i'm pretty sure that at the end of 2018 it was in you know my sort of top top listens on spotify actually so when i went to like see on spotify like how would like which songs were in like the top top spotify was like I guess Anchor was like, oh, well, now that you're going to Spotify, I guess you're no longer recording, which is crazy to me. So it stopped recording. And I was like, what the hell? And I didn't notice. So I kept talking for like another like 10 minutes. But anyway, um, yes, as I was saying, huge, huge fan of the Black Panther. Um, the other thing I was going to say is um, if you've never read comic books, right, and you're a big romance reader, and you're probably like, hmm. Comic books, superheroes, action, nothing to do with me. I would disagree. Um, and I, I'm saying that because I I don't read as much comic books now, as in I haven't read one in quite some time. But for a period there, I was very much into them. Um, and like I said, I did always sort of look for specific kinds of comic books. Um, Marvel had La Araña which was like a like basically Spanish for like the spider but feminine and it was a girl who'd been bit by a spider or, or wait was she bit by a spider or was her dad like a spider-man and it was something along those lines read it a long time ago and I really enjoyed it um and so I would definitely say like check them out also I don't know if you've ever seen but certain harlequins get turned into like anime manga style um and it's like 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 i'm talking like maureen childs and then it's like it's crazy and so cool and there's just really if you love you know romance but maybe want sort of a different sort of reading style i watched um 
Carrie Library, Carrie Public Library, um, had a wonderful event with um, Nalini Singh, Amanda Boucher, and the um, Ilona Andrews, which is the husband and wife um, pair who write together. Um, and so one of the questions was like, you know, what are you reading? Of course, right now that the world is on fire. And um, Ilona mentioned that one of the things she'd gotten really sort of into was like Korean sort of anime type stuff. And you might be like, Esther, like I can't get to a library or a bookstore or whatever. Cool, cool, cool. There's an app called Webtoon or is it Webtoons? Is it Webtoons with an S or it's Webtoon, no S. It's a free app, right? There are hundreds, and I mean hundreds, of comics on this app. Now, one of the things I will say to you, right? Um, you can easily get sucked in and then like look up and like four hours have passed and your bladder is screaming at you and your foot has fallen asleep and you're asking yourself, what? what? And that's okay. That's okay. You know, it happens. It happens. But Webtoons has some fantastic, fantastic romance sort of um, comics. So because, like I said, I'm a huge romance nerd, right? Of course, they will like recommend those things to me because they are smart and they know that that is what I would want to read. And of course, uh, you're probably like, so it's just like free, free. Like you have to sign up and then you can log in. But once you've like, you know, have your sign up or whatever, you can subscribe to the ones that you really like. So you'll get a notification every time there's a new episode. Um, when episodes come out, certain creators will also have like, ep- you know, there are a certain number of episodes you can see for free. And then sometimes they'll have what they call fast past episodes so for those you have to use coins which you have to buy um to see those episodes um but sometimes it's completely totally other utterly worth it and they also do sometimes like events um through the app where you like they'll tell you uh like i want to say back up maybe at the beginning of the year they had an event where basically they were like if you log in to the app every day for 14 days straight we'll give you like 10 coins for free and usually each fast pass episode is worth five coins so i did that um and what was cool i was actually talking about this with a friend earlier and i i don't know if i'll do this specifically but i kind of need to change my morning morning routine because i feel like i immediately open up social media and you know when the world is on fire which it is every day um it can really just ruin the rest of the fucking day but when i was doing that challenge i didn't want to forget so i would wake up and open up webtoons and like read you know one at least one episode of any of the ones i was subscribed to and it was just such a fun um way to start my morning right reading something fictional that was enjoyable sometimes it was suspenseful sometimes it was a cliffhanger but it wasn't you know murder mayhem death grief end of times right unless i don't really read those kinds of ones so no um so i really really do enjoy the app i think it's so much fun if you're like okay cool i would want to check it out but like which ones should i check out let's play right l-e-t apostrophe is it apostrophe yes apostrophe s and then the word play oh my fucking god it's so fucking good and they're currently 
on hiatus before starting season two well like if you're just getting into it um let me click how many episodes are there there are 127 episodes before uh, oh that was a season two finale so sorry season three is coming up so you know you've got a lot of episodes to get through um so that's one lore olympus oh you're probably like well what's let's play about okay let me tell you let's play She's young, single, and about to achieve her dream of creating incredible incredible video games. But then life throws her a one-two punch. A popular streamer gives her first game a scathing review. Even worse, she finds out that same troublesome critic is now her new neighbor. A funny, sexy, and all-too-real story about gaming, memes, and social anxiety. Come for the plot, stay for the doggo. It is so fucking good. You ha- like, I recommend it always. Another one that is beyond phenomenal lore olympus okay if you like greek mythology then just listen witness what the gods do after dark the friendships and the lies the gossip and the wild parties and of course forbidden love because it turns out the gods aren't so different from us after all especially when it comes to their problems stylish and immersive This is one of mythology's greatest stories, the taking of Persephone as it's never been told before. In case you weren't entirely sure what mythology, like what we were talking about, Greek mythology, Hades and Persephone. So, so, I cannot stress to you enough how good Lore Olympus is. And that has a total of 123 episodes. Um... So that's another fantastic one. Siren's Lament. Guys, um, this has currently 173 episodes. And then we'll have one more final season. So again, so so many episodes for you to read through. Sub-Zero. Also has lots of, has 82 episodes. So not as many really enjoyable my dear cold-blooded king Ooh, i love this one this has 143 episodes let me read you the blurb born a humble peasant kiharame has lived simply day by day as a merchant in the capital and never assumed things would change but one fateful day would change the course of her life when faced with a deadly challenge against dangerous royal assassins now With the eyes of the dreaded Blood King upon her, her life of simplicity would now become a tangled web of secrecy, deceit, and desire. Okay. It is so, so good. Um, And I love it so, so much. Ooh, and one that is, like, fully complete, like, you know, it had a beginning, a middle, and an end, and was so delightful. Ooh, and if you like, like, food in your romance um you'll love this webtoon gourmet hound oh my god it is so good lucy a woman with an uncanny sense of taste and smell discovers that her favorite restaurant has changed kitchen staff and she does not know the identity of the chef whose cooking she's loved for years when a lucky accident leads her to two former chefs at Dimanche, she decides that she will do her utmost to track down each of their old colleagues in order to rediscover that perfect taste. This was such a wonderful webtoon that melded, you know, relationships and, you know, 
everything that that entails with food um all of the characters are literally named after food and you're probably like what it's done so well you have to just read it you'll love it i mean if you don't love it i'm confused i mean i'm not okay i am um but yeah webtoon is wonderful and you might be like esther like maybe i don't want to read romance girl well that's okay there are other genres there's drama fantasy comedy action slice of life is really cute because it's like literally just like it's not an overarching story it's just each scene each episode is a slice of life moment there's also superhero sci-fi thriller supernatural mystery sports historical heartwarming horror informative um so those are all of the options in terms of genres and there's also canvas which is where you know just anyone because there's webtoon originals so think like netflix originals right and then there's canvas where it's just like you can create you know ooh. so if you like have been thinking about a story and like can draw or know people who can draw and wanted to do your own webtoon you could i'm not entirely sure how that works because you know never tried uh because i can't draw to save my life and uh yeah write a story mm, i mean there was a time once upon a time when i thought i could do that don't feel that way right now maybe one day but not right now um but yeah it is webtoon is really just delightful and wonderful so if you're like oh mm, i don't know if i really want to invest in like because you might be like oh, i don't actually like marvel oh and that's the other thing marvel is not like the only like comic book option out there right there's marvel there's dc those are the big ones right but there's others Ooh sorry guys i just remembered fables so there is a comic series called fables and you're probably like hmm what does that mean it's won 14 eisner awards or had you know when i bought this book um this is from vertigo and fables is literally looking at it's like a comic series but based on you know the fables that we've grown up with um there is uh, a quote from boingboing.net that says the whole fables canon deserves your attention it is both gripping and thought-provoking philosophically substantial and sparkling sparklingly funny it is absolutely a wonderful series and i loved reading it so much this is a much thicker you know these are not the slimmer this is a much more like book not book okay i mean how many i'm holding rose the rose red episode uh rose red volume how many pages is this do i get page numbers no no page numbers you're not going to give me oh because i i see i don't know i want to say maybe it's a hundred and something pages something like that so these are the ones that, you know, cost a little bit more, you know, $17.99 in the U.S. Um, and this was, Rose Red was uh, volume 15, but fucking phenomenal and would recommend always 10 out of 10 kind of thing. Um, also, there are, oh, there's one that everyone talks about and the guy's got horns on his head and I don't remember boo yeah anyway graphic novels 
rom uh, graphic novels and comic books or other places where you can find romance um, in case you were like, I'm kind of bored of books or I want something different. Um, and you can get some really wonderful stories. Um, and if you haven't um, had the luck to see Black Panther yet, um, it's on Disney Plus, which, you know, I think still has a free trial period. So you could just sign up for that, watch it and then be like, OK, bye. Um or, you know, it's $6.99 a month, which isn't, like, totally insane. That's just kind of... But, you know, I, I understand with everything being cray-cray right now. It's like, oof, I don't know. I wonder if you can borrow it from the library. Like, just stream it. I don't know. I haven't thought to look. I don't know if they have that as an... I know you can, like, literally borrow, like, a physical DVD copy but i don't know if you can huh i wonder don't know but yeah if you haven't watched black panther you should if you have watched it i hope you enjoyed it um and yeah i think that's pretty much all i've got for you guys this week uh, um take care of yourselves be kind to yourselves read books that make you happy you know, if you hear about books that don't sound like your cup of tea, you don't got to read them. Even, you know, even if they are highly recommended. Because I've done that before where it's like everyone's talking so much about this author or this book. And then I've gone to read the book and I've been like, ah, ah. and I'm also really bad at DNFing. Like I don't do that I think I need to get better at that because I'll just like plod through and then get to the end and be like what the fuck I wish I could get my time back and then it's like boo boo you could have had that time if you just stopped reading it's like bad habit you must stop um so yeah don't do that (laughs) because life is too short for that kind of nonsense but take care of yourselves drink water um be kind to yourselves, be kind to others, which I know can be hard. Sometimes you just want to like fall into a pit of anger and rage and despair and curse everyone out and make everyone cry. I mean, maybe you don't feel that way. I feel like my Scorpio moon really makes me want to like lash out like a psychopath to people um, and I have to, you know, sort of regulate myself from doing that. So maybe you're like, no, girl, I didn't know what the fuck you sound crazy, which in that case, I, I, I applaud you for not being the hot mess that I am. Um but yeah just you know take it easy next weekend if you live in the u.s or canada is going to be a long weekend a labor day weekend hopefully you don't have to work if you do hopefully the people you encounter aren't terrible douchebags um oh and next week i'm definitely doing archangel storm um which is the next book in the guild hunter series um I'm really excited to reread Jason's story. I'm also desperately counting down the days um, to November 24th, 2020, because I need Archangel's son. I need it, like need it. Um, But yes, next week will be Archangel Storm. Um, I think that's it, you know, like, yeah. So, ooh, yeah. 
I don't know why I said that ooh like I had a thought <laughs> that ooh just came out of nowhere and I'm confused um what I don't I don't know what's happening in my brain right now so I'm going to say bye uh, thank you so much for listening oh oh th- that's where I was like see sorry guys if y'all you know feel like talking about books i'm on twitter at molesi and on instagram at semv that's gonna be in the show notes um yeah and if you can and you want to rate or review the podcast wherever you listen that would be awesome sauce um you don't have to obviously but if you wanted to that would be cool and if you like really hated it i mean you can tell me i I, i'm this fine you know not everything is for everyone um and i'm okay with that and i would like the constructive criticism thank you um but yeah that's pretty much it thank you so much and uh till next time bye